Hey guys, welcome back to Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today we are going to be discussing a really embarrassing experience I had with a boy. I'm going to be telling you about how I'm bringing my London friends back home with me to Belfast. And it's going to be like weird two worlds colliding. And I'm going to be telling you about an interesting discovery I made about shit. Anyway, let's get into it. Guys, today I am wearing activewear for my podcast. I think this might be a first. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, recently I've been like really trying to like, you know, put a bit of effort into my appearance on the podcast. As in like, I actually like put on something other than like a hoodie and sweat, which is what I used to wear. I used to be very, I used to wear like no makeup, not really brush my hair. I mean, I haven't really brushed my hair today, but um, I usually like, I've been putting on like an, like, I have like an, an acceptable outfit for the podcast. Um, and it just makes me feel like I, Makes you feel a bit more like put together. And I, I always think putting on a nice outfit makes your whole day better and like just makes you feel more productive. Cause like if you've got sweats on, you just wanna lie in bed all day, personally anyway. But today I'm going to the gym after my podcast to do my little incline walk. So I'm wearing activewear and it has thumb holes. Anyway, <laughs> just had to let you know, I love a thumb hole. It feels amazing. I just, it brings me right back to school. I used to like always like chop little holes in my in my school jumpers and stuff. Probably looked terrible on my um, school jumpers, but now they're built in and I feel incredible. I just had to get that out of the way. Just a little disclaimer that I'm wearing activewear on the podcast. I can get behind like activewear being worn leisurely. I just love it. Like it just really makes me feel like a little yoga mom who like has her life together, like has three kids and a sausage dog, drives a Range Rover. Like when you wear activewear, wait, can I just show you what I'm wearing on my feet right now? Uggs. I've got the whole fucking get up on today. Um, I just feel, I feel good. I feel good. If you invest in a good activewear set, it really just... Makes you feel put together while being comfy. Okay, before we get into podcast today, what can I update you on? What have I been doing recently? I have a really, f- like, kind of like an embarrassing, not embarrassing story, just like a bit of a funny story I was thinking about earlier. I was like, I should tell the podcast this. This is actually really funny. I think it might be embarrassing, but I'm just in denial, so I'm finding it funny. I think if I don't laugh, I might cry. Anyway, let me tell you a story. So, I was out. Went out for a few drinks with my friends, you know. Ended up being quite a late one. I didn't go home till like, three, whatever. I was a bit drunk. I wasn't drunk enough that I don't remember anything. Um, I was like a good drunk, okay? And I was on my way home and I was like, you know what I'm just craving right now? I just want attention from someone. I want attention from a boy. Like, I don't want to kiss a boy. I don't want to do anything else with a boy. I literally just want attention. But you know what? I've been really like um on my peaceful shit, like on my inner peace, like boys shit. So I was like, just let me have this. Like, I'm a bit drunk, you know? Sometimes it gets like that, okay? I just didn't want to go home and sit in complete silence with my cat. So I was like, let me just have a boy, get like, give me compliments or something. And I was Snapchatting this boy that I used to speak to ages ago. Snapchatting, how old am I? But I was, <laughs> I just love Snapchat. I like recently discovered that like a lot of my friends also still use Snapchat. Like, Cause like whenever I came to London, I never really added anyone on Snapchat. Like m- all the people on my Snapchat, like everyone's close friend, like everyone's um friends only stories. I'm on and all is like all my like school friends. Like, I literally like, there's some people I haven't spoken to in like years and like they're still my close friends and I'm still in their close friends. And like we keep up to date with that, like each other via that. I just like, I just love it. And it's all my Belfast friends. But then I like recently I kind of like got back into Snapchat and I've realized that all my London friends still have like Snapchat and they still use it. So I've added all my London friends on. I'm like, well, what's the need to have anything else? Like now that I can just Snapchat you all and it's so fun because you can put filters on. I know you can do that on like Instagram direct, but that just feels weird to use a filter on Instagram direct. I wouldn't do that. Whereas like Snapchat, it's hilarious. I love using all the filters. So yeah, I just kind of a big advocate of Snapchat. No, I, I think we should like bring it back. And I know people still use it every single day, but I mean like bring it back as a way of communication because I feel like people use Snapchat a lot now 
I don't know, like to watch like celebrity stories and stuff. Like that's become really, really big. And I do do that sometimes, don't get me wrong, but I want to use it more of a way to communicate with my friends. Anyway, we're Snapchatting this boy and I was like, do you want to come around? He's like, yeah. So he came around and you know what? God bless the boy. If someone I used to speak to messaged me at 3.30 saying, do you want to come around? I'm thinking, I know what's going on here. Come on. I wasn't born yesterday. I know what's going to happen. Um, So I know he was probably thinking that. And you know what? I don't feel that bad because he came from like 10 minutes away. So it's really not that bad. He came and I was like, hey, how are you? And I will catch up, whatever. I was like, by the way, just so you know, nothing's happening. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, hold on a second. Get up. I have an ensuite. We were like in my room. I have an ensuite. Got up. Just start projectile vomiting in the toilet. The poor boy, like who comes in? He's like, oh, Olivia, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, and he's like, oh, should I get you some water? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he went down, got me water, came out, gave me the water. And I was like, thanks. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, I'll come in a second. So I come back in, we have like a little conversation. And he's like, kind of smell like vomit. And I was like, yeah, probably. And he was like, yeah. Anyway, I think I'm going to go home. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Olivia. Like, this is a weird, weird era you're in. Like, I just made a boy come to my house at 3.30 in the morning on a Saturday night or Sunday morning and watch me projectile vomit and leave. What is this? What have I got going on? Something weird, that's for sure. Did it satisfy my attention craving? Not really. Um, Why was I vomiting as well? I think it was just all a bit too much and I had too many tequila sodas and it was just like, mm, it's time. And I threw up. And that was that. And that was my like most recent encounter with a boy. It's a really interesting one. I don't know, is anyone else in that era right now? Is it just me? I wonder what like what has gone on. I said in my last week's podcast, like I was actually scared for a while because I genuinely like I thought well, I was asexual and it wasn't until I saw Theo James in person that I was like, okay, maybe I'm not. But like, I really am. <laughs> unless it's Theo James like maybe like my standards are just like ridiculously high no and the bar is so high I'm like well I've seen Theo James in person and none of you guys look like Theo James so interesting just thought I'd update you guys on like that like horrendous experience I had it wasn't horrendous we should laugh about it I'm sure he will never ever ever look at me the same ever again but also like when I throw up I do this really really horrible thing um so I can't burp ever until I'm about I'm about to throw up and like these belches come out of me and i'm sure some people have a metaphobia and they don't want to hear this but before the actual vomiting starts there's like a good 30 seconds of this weird belching you heard it all i don't think like yeah and i start to cry it's a whole ordeal i hate throwing up it's the most disgusting thing ever i start to cry when i'm doing it it must have been a sight to see you know what maybe he wouldn't have cared so much if he had got what he came for but he didn't so all he got was vomit anyway it happens bless him sorry not sorry anyway moving on elevate every morning with tommy john's second skin underwear the luxurious support of second skin guarantees everything will go smoothly with over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews guys love tommy john plus your most valuable assets are covered with tommy john's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee shop tommy john's friends and family sale right now and get 25 percent off site-wide at tommyjohn.com slash spotify tommyjohn.com slash spotify see site for details 
This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. I wanted to like talk about was tomorrow I'm going back to Belfast I feel like I haven't been back to Belfast in so long hopefully I return with a stronger accent because I think my accent is starting to fade me and my producers my producers and I sorry um the people the brains behind this podcast I'm the yapper they are the brains and um we were all sat outside before I was doing this recording we were listening to my first ever inner monologue episode which is a big deal for me because I don't ever listen to these back once I exit this room I'm like I can't I'm sorry like whatever I said in there it was not me I hold no responsibility for that I don't know what the fuck I just said I like I literally black out obviously I do hear bits of it you know like when it's on um TikTok like the clips are on TikTok I hear that even that I I find difficult to watch like I don't know what it is about like listening to myself speak I find horrible like I find unbearable whereas like YouTube videos I find way easier to watch back I, I think it's just because I say so much on here I say more than I mean to and like it's fine because I, I don't really think about it when I leave. I'm like, oh, you know what? Who knows if I actually said that? I don't really remember. So whenever I'm confronted with that and I actually like realize, oh God, I did overshare a little bit too much on that podcast. It fills me with a fear, fills me with dread. So I try not to listen back too often. Um, What was said was said and my hands are tied. No, <laughs> obviously, if I ever said anything really bad, I, I'm sure I could like maybe say to my producer, listen, we should not put that in. But that actually doesn't really happen very often. I keep like pretty much everything in. But yeah, I listened to my first podcast and it was so weird. And I feel like my accent has like started, like that was two years ago. Literally, it was like November two years ago. So yeah, exactly two years ago. That's crazy. I feel like my accent has changed so much since then. But you know what? Sometimes I think I speak more eloquently. Like I feel like recently I have been putting more emphasis on the way that I say words. Maybe like that is just in my head oh I hate that though because I was like maybe like I'm doing that more so like people like understand my accent more but I don't think you should ever change your accent and I, I, I'm doing it subconsciously but I just think even listening to myself speak right now I think I sound more um what's the word I'm listening to like no thinking of I think I, I'm thinking of the word crisp I think my voice sounds more crisp since like two years ago but because I, I do think I've lost my accent even just like my um intonation is definitely different which i hate so i'm thinking i'm gonna go home tomorrow for a week and like that is the longest i've been home for a long time i honestly can't remember the last time i went home like i feel like i only really ever go home at christmas so i'm hoping because i'm going home for a week i'm gonna come back with a proper irish accent the next podcast you will not be able to understand me i am going home because my brother is moving to australia i feel like that is such like a thing in belfast i think from the people i know my sister did it as well maybe maybe it's just because my sister my brother did it so i'm like oh my god everyone does it but no actually i know a lot of people that do this in belfast like loads of people go to australia i mean it's not just belfast i think it's like a whole uk thing people go to australia for like a year and they just live there and work and you know what i understand it i do get it because like australia is like it's a much more elevated version of of the uk well it depends it, it does depend it's very far away from everything it's not very like no i, I don't know like their lifestyle is just incredible i'm like why would you not want to live in australia like sometimes i wish that i was raised in australia like how nice would that be like just like living by the beach going surfing mind you i would never ever go surfing in australia because there are sharks in their seas and that just i see way too many shark attacks in australia so i would not be there but you know like just like being by the beach and like i just like their lifestyle and like it's just sunny all the time and i used to be obsessed with like australian youtubers as well and like i understand some of people go there but i feel like it's quite like a common thing about us i think my analysis behind it is 
people from Belfast go away for uni. Like they'll go to, a lot of people go to England for uni or Scotland or Wales as well. And then I think they, they finish uni and they're like, oh, like I'm not, I don't want to like go into a real, like a, a proper like job now. So they go to Australia. That is my analysis behind it. And honestly, it makes sense because like who the fuck wants to do a real, like a real life job? not me not anyone i know not my brother and not my sister and that's why they both went to australia um and then in australia you can just like be by the beach and i feel like australian people are like quite similar to like irish people and british people like they have quite a similar humor so you can make new friends you can you know i think my sister worked at like a bar as a bartender and she just had like the best time ever and she would just get drunk every night and like well that's obviously not amazing but like she like would just like drink with all the like her new australian friends and she would go to the beach during the day and like it just like she lived in like a hostel for a long time it just seems like a a bit of fun like maybe somewhere you can like obviously you still have responsibilities there but it kind of feels like you know like a, an elongated working holiday so why the fuck not um so yeah my brother's going to australia i think he's probably gonna be there for like a couple of years and we're having a leaving party for him and that's why i'm going home for a week but for the first time i'm bringing friends home i went home with a friend once but it was for like organized it was like basically like for a job but this is the first time i'm like i'm like having a, like a lads trip a friends trip to belfast and i'm so excited and i'm kind of like not nervous you know i am nervous actually let me explain why if you've ever like gone to uni and you've made friends and you bring them back to your hometown i'm sure you will understand this or like maybe you're getting like maybe you're in uni and you're thinking about doing it it's like two worlds colliding like when you move away for uni or you move away or like it's not even just that it's like okay whenever I was in school I used to do dance and my dance friend not a single person from my school went to my dance like my dancing school is that what it's called like dance company none like none of the people from my school went there so I had like this whole group of friends that was pure I purely made from dance and I was so close with those girls like we would spend so much time together because we were always like I mean we weren't always at dance but like in competition season and stuff sometimes we'd be there like three days like on Sunday like three days a week like on Sundays we'd spend like six hours there like practicing for competitions how weird is that that I did that like because I can't dance so like what the fuck was I doing there I always think like god that did not help me in life like it was a classical jazz dancing you know I don't think it really took a lot I'm sure it took a bit of skill but like I, I, I've never been flexible I've never been able to do like ballet or hip-hop so like what can I do and like I don't think I mean I'm coordinated maybe that's from dancing I don't know but anyway um I would have all these like dance friends and then I would have school friends and I'm sure a lot of people can relate if they did like any like extracurricular thing out of school and like when they would collide it felt so weird or like when I saw like my dance friends like anywhere outside of dance I was like oh god this is bizarre isn't it like it just felt weird when I moved away uh it felt like a whole other world and like there was nothing connecting me back to Belfast because no one I know from Belfast lives in London nor they do but no one like my year really I don't think anyone that I was like friends with lives in London so like I literally have two worlds like like two complete like nothing connecting me like there's no connections in either or like no one in Belfast is connected to anyone that I know in London and no one in London is connected to like who, like who I'm friends with in Belfast and I honestly like it's really sad because I honestly feel like london is not home because obviously i have my home i've got my cats if i didn't have my cats i think i would maybe feel differently but like when i'm like oh i just want to go home i'm talking about london like i'm talking about like my flat like when i think of home now i don't even think about my family home like i think of that as like my childhood home which is really fucking sad actually yeah it's just gonna be weird having like two worlds colliding for the first time and i feel a bit of like pressure because i love going home you know like well mm, Sometimes it's really fucking weird, like, when you go home from uni or you go home from, like, if you moved away. When I left, I was 18, and I 
when I come back now, it's almost as if I expect everything to be like frozen in time. And it's not, obviously. Life has moved on. It's been like, fuck, it's been like four years. Uh, <laughs> so whenever I come back, like obviously like people have like whole new like things. Like, like my friends will have like job. My friend Elise like has a new boyfriend that I've never met. And I'm like, ugh, you have a boyfriend that I've never met. Like, do you know how weird that is? Like, you're, like, my best friend, and, like, I don't know, like, you have, like, I don't know your boyfriend. Like, he could be a psychopath for all I know. It's just all, like, and, of course, like, I, I don't know him. Like, I don't live in Belfast, but it's just all so weird. And, like, my childhood bedroom is exactly how I left it. Or, like, I remember, like, my boyfriend at the time, well, my ex-boyfriend, but my boyfriend at the time when I lived at home, when I left at 18, like, he obviously has, like, new girlfriends. And, like, my brother was telling me, like, oh, yeah, like, he's, like, got a situation going on with so-and-so. I'm like, what? Or, like, oh, my God. Like, I, I remember I went home last Christmas, and I was at a bar and he was like with a girl that he speaks to and I was like well this is weird because you are my boyfriend last time I was here like it's just all so weird like going like my sister just bought a house and I've never even seen the house she bought a house in Belfast and I was like god this is just people are like really living their lives without me <laughs> and it makes sense and I wonder if like my sister like feels the same way about me I don't know because I see my sister quite often like she comes to London all the time like she stays with me all the time whereas I just never go home honestly I think it is like a deeply unsettling feeling when I go home sometimes seeing how like much life has moved on without me and I think that's maybe why I avoid going home so much I don't really know what to do with myself when I go home like I just like the only reason I really go home is for my family because like I have like a couple friends I have maybe two friends in Belfast that I would see when I go home because the rest of them all go to uni in England and stuff so I've got like maybe two friends so I see them and then I'm like well what the fuck do I do now because like they have like jobs they go to uni like they have a life I can't just come home and like expect everyone to drop everything for me so then I'm just like sat in my childhood bedroom like well that's that and I'll just sit here for a while and maybe wait until my mum can take like her lunch break and like we can chat because <laughs> like my mum has a job you know like my mum can't just take off time and like do things with me and actually wait no my sister just moved home actually so maybe maybe she'll have time for me and I can do things with her but anyway yes I have I feel like a lot of pressure because although I love Belfast I do think it's really really boring I feel like any person that's from like a small town is Belfast a small town maybe not maybe I'm being a bit dramatic but it's small compared to London and I think it's small compared to what my friends are probably used to like all my friends that are coming home with me they all live in London you know like they're used to I mean actually a lot of them are from small towns so I'm sure they'll be like they'll be mindful of that but I feel like um not embarrassed but I feel like such a responsibility to show them a good time and I'm sat there like I'm like been raking my brain like what the fuck do I do with that like where do I bring them? Like, will they be happy? Like, for me, when I go to Belfast, I go to this place that's a sports club. And it's literally, like, I think it must be, like, an old, like, supporters club. So it's got, like, a corporated, a corporated dance floor. Like, it's literally a corporated club. And it's tiny. But it's fun when I go because I see so many people I know. And it's hilarious, like, bumping into each other. And we all, like, catch up. And it's good. It's just where everyone goes. Like, whatever. It's a fun time because I know everyone. But I'm like, are they going to enjoy that? Like, surely I'm going to bring them. And they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Why is there carpet on the floor? You know? And, like... <laughs> I just feel a lot of pressure and I'm like I don't even know where it's nice to eat like and I'm sure they will enjoy themselves no matter what and I gave them a little taster of it because my brother came to, to London recently and I brought him out with all my friends and like they all loved my brother I mean everyone loves Irish people like you can't not love them and I think it will all be fine but I just feel so much pressure to have those two worlds collide and I almost feel like it's my responsibility to like make Belfast seem fun the only reason I go home is not because I love Belfast as a city like every time someone in London like is like oh where are you from and I'm like Belfast they're like oh I've always wanted to go there and honestly my first reaction is like don't like there's nothing to fucking do like if you want to go to Ireland go to Dublin there's things to do there you know you can go to the Guinness factory the one thing we have is a um, Titanic museum 
there is no need to go to a Titanic. There's no need to go to a country for a Titanic museum. I think it's beautiful. It's got beautiful nature and things. And but the only reason I go home is for my family and like because my family and friends and I love to see them. So then it's like when I like when someone who has no connect like the fact that my friends who are coming have no connection to anyone. Like they don't have friends and family in Belfast. I'm like, how do I show them fun? Like I, I when I go home, I'm so comfortable of just like sitting in my childhood bedroom and hanging out with my family that I haven't actually tried to like do things in Belfast for a long time. So that'll be really interesting. And I think I'm gonna have to like plan a full itinerary. And whenever I'm done, I'm gonna have a full list of recommendations of things to do if you ever go to Belfast um but yeah I'm nervous I think if there's one thing that Belfast people know how to do or just Irish people in general is we have we like to drink you know I think honestly I think the reason we like to drink is because there's genuinely nothing to do there's nothing else to do like that is why there's such a big drinking culture and I, I think there's a big drinking culture in all of uk and ireland but i think particularly in ireland it is very big because yeah there's just nothing to do so maybe i'll just i'll show them a good time and we'll just go on a two-day bender and i'll bring them out drinking for two days straight and that's it it's a feel safe and like irish people are just fun like i just that is one thing i'm really proud of is like i love i love that i'm irish i'm so proud to be from ireland i'm so fucking glad i'm from ireland not from england can i just say um <laughs> um but like i just think irish people are like a good time and like i i will be able to like show them a good time and there's gonna be irish people all around they'll they'll, they'll love it because even like whenever i show them like not show them but like i brought them out with like some irish people in london they're like god we just love irish people like everyone was like saying for the next few days how much they loved irish people and i was like yeah yeah that's right i'm irish sometimes i forget i'm so like british washed that i'm like god i need to like connect my irish roots a little bit here i need to go like eat some potatoes at home and like drink some guinness for a bit and be around irish people because sometimes i forget i'm just so i'm around british I, like i don't have i don't have one irish friend is that crazy no sorry that's not what i mean i've obviously got so many irish friends but i mean I, well kind of not so many it's popular but i mean like um i've got like a sorry in like the, since i moved to london i haven't made an irish friend like i really haven't met another irish person like in like the london industry like social media all that kind of stuff like i haven't really met another irish person they're quite rare to come by i think hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. I just was going on my notes there to see if I had anything written down to talk about in my podcast for this week. Um, and I have one note and it says shit stinks. So let me elaborate. I was thinking to myself, poo stinks, right? Like no matter what, like everyone's poo stinks. And I was like thinking like, think of the prettiest, 
This is the weirdest thought I had. This is what I mean. Like sometimes my brain just goes a bit. This I wrote this thing at like 4 a.m. I was just like having these thoughts. I was like, think of the prettiest person you know. Like who you, who do you think is the most perfect person like in the world? The most like just dainty, like perfect person. Like like you are just so cute and like everything about you is perfect. Like for me, it's probably like Taylor Russell, like Harry Styles' new girlfriend. You know, like the actress. Like she is just so cute and precious and like she's just perfect like she's so pretty i bet you she always smells like roses and daisies and you know i'm sure like even when she sweats it probably smells nice but i just know for a, like it, like statistically speaking like it's just human nature that when she goes to the toilet her shit stinks like i'm sure she has had like a, i don't know i bet she's had some really spicy food and she's gone to the toilet and she's done an absolute stinker isn't that crazy like Okay, who else? The queen. Oh my God, before she died, God bless her. Not a royalist at all, but yeah, God bless her. Did she die? Bless her. Anyway, <laughs> watched a bit of The Crown last night. Can I just say, I didn't watch The Crown, but I was like, let me give it a go. So good. It's like the series about um, Princess Diana, and she is the one royal that I will stand by. I fucking love Princess Diana. Everyone loves Princess Diana. And it's about her like death and stuff, but oh my God, I just love her. And it got me thinking as well. Yeah, like the queen. The queen has like, ugh. The queen does smelly shits. It's just a crazy phenomenon to think about. It's also a great way to kind of like take someone off a pedestal. Like sometimes I like get really like, not intimidated, but like, um, yeah, like you can be in an event or like just like someone in like in your general life who you can be a bit intimidated by, maybe to compare yourself to or someone on social media who you think is like a really perfect person and like you compare yourself to them and not like a lot and it puts you down. Just think about how smelly their shits must be. Like I love thinking about that. I love thinking about someone's toilet habits because I'm like, it just really just makes you a real human being. Like Kim Kardashian doing like, she's had diarrhea, I bet you. I bet you at one point in her life she has. Um, and it's just a great thought to think about. Maybe it's not something you want to think about, but it's something I love to think about. Other people's bowel movements. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was just a thought I had that I wanted to share with you. But you know what is actually disgusting? Like, I was watching a TikTok the other day, and it was like someone, um, they drank a big bottle of this magnesium something, and it was basically in preparation for a colonoscopy, which is where they put a camera up your bum, and it makes you shit out all the poo that you have in you and apparently like you you poo more than you ever thought that you had inside of you and it makes me it got me thinking jesus how much poo do we store inside before we actually poo it out like right now when you're listening to this like do you think oh it makes me feel sick like is there actual just like like pelt like oh i don't want to talk about it but is it just poo inside you right now just like sitting in the go like how much do we store in there before it actually comes out because i think it might be a lot i would love to see like an x-ray of that in fact that's what i'm gonna search up after this podcast i'm gonna i'm gonna do some research into that because like how much is in there you know especially like if you haven't gone for it like so sometimes i don't go for like two days depending on you know you know sometimes it, it takes a while how much is in me where is it where does it go oh disgusting something to think about back to worlds colliding i feel like when someone comes to london i don't feel as much pressure like when a belfast person comes to london or something or i basically just have a guest staying with me i don't feel as much pressure because i think a lot of the time like london speaks for itself like i could just take them on a really nice walk be like we could go to hyde park or 
if it's a weekend we could go to the portobello markets like that will never get old for me like portobello road i know it is like a tourist trap and i kind of thought like oh maybe when i actually live in notting hill i'll go oh no i don't bother with portobello road like it's always so busy but like, that honestly will never ever get old for me like i think it's like such a cold like well london is a very walkable city which i love as well like i, I could just spend like as someone who's not from there i really really appreciate it and like i could just spend like days like walking around like you can get a tube like a couple of stops and just walk around like there's so many different little like markets i think the best thing about london is all the markets like i don't really go to east london a lot but like there's like this place called columbia road like which has like amazing like floor markets and like just spitalfields and shoreditch is an amazing food market um borough market is so good like there's just so much stuff like that and and you can just like entertain yourself for hours there there's great shopping everywhere in london um even just like i love you know where i love to like really just kind of romanticize your life is like king's road in chelsea it's just a nice area and it has just like not really shops that like i really go to at all but like i mean there's definitely some ones that i like but for example what have they got like they might have like a le creuset shop which i don't i don't go to often that's not something i'm like oh i love le creuset i need to go but it's just like a nice shop with like a nice storefront it has nice pots and pans i won't buy anything oh my god my favorite place in the world how can i forget primrose hill anytime i have a guest over like and they're like what should we do and like go to primrose hill it's the nicest place on earth i love it so much it's like entering a little like like a little village it doesn't feel like you're in london and you can like well my ideal day in primrose hill would probably be i would go get like a bagel from the new bagel place in primrose hill maybe actually i would get a join the juice knowing me i go get a join the juice i'd walk up the to the top of the primrose to the hill of primrose hill i'd look out over london i'd have my hot drink or cold drink depending on the day you know i'd go for a little dander i'd go for a little rummage to the charity shops in primrose hill because they're always good because rich people live around there and then maybe i would go to camden and when i'm in camden i would go try all the different food from all the different market stalls because i don't love camden to be honest it's a bit hectic and there's just a lot going on but good food market again another food market there's so many food markets in london i don't know i just feel like it's so easy to entertain in london but then it comes to belfast and i'm like hmm like what do we what do we do for fun here we go out at night we drink what do we do during the day you know there's not there is one market there's one called st george's market and it's fun and it's cute and they actually you know I, I do like it and they do a lot of like local things which i feel like is not very like in the markets in london i really like them because it shows like so many different different cuisines and like different cultures and i think that is something i love about london is like it's one big melting pot for like so many different cultures like it's so diverse in london but belfast is not like that at all it is really not like it was a huge not like shock for me but i was just like god like it made me realize how undiverse and like how just like i had never really like like tried foods from like different cultures and different i don't know like it's just I, if you're from ireland you'll know what i mean well specifically like northern ireland you'll know what i mean like in the market i don't know it might be different now but like in in the one in belfast it's like belfast baps if you don't know what belfast bap is it's like our delicacy what is in it it's like i think it's like soda bread do you know what soda bread is that's another irish thing that they don't have in um, england it's like it's just like a kind of like a bap like we have like breakfast time it's like like a little like it's a bit like a stodgy bread it's quite good or like potato bread and stuff like that but it's like a bap and i think we there's like a sausage bacon it's literally just a bacon and sausage like it's like a breakfast bap but we call it a belfast bap we have that and we have like i don't know we've got like a lot of local things obviously can be nice but who wants local irish food like what is irish food I'm trying to think like obviously we've got soda bread and potato bread which i don't die for i don't love i think the other like main thing we have is like 
beef stew or lamb stew, like Irish stew. No, what is Irish stew? I think it's lamb, um, which is just like, oh, it's actually disgusting. That is like our main, our main dish, isn't it? It's just like a, like a, like a thick gravy like almost stew with lamb and potatoes and carrots and and that's really it <laughs> i used to hate when my mum would give us stew for dinner i was like not this again bola but yeah that is like our like our main thing like i would say in belfast we have stew belfast baps and guinness we do a great Guinness. I actually really, really like Guinness. I think it's a really nice drink. I don't understand people get drunk on Guinness. I don't really understand people get drunk on beer because you have to drink such large quantities of it to get drunk. But maybe that's just because I just have to drink large quantities of anything to get drunk. I am like, I'm a heavyweight and it, it, it kills me. I don't like it at all because then like to get to the level that I want to be, I have to drink like 10 tequila sodas. Even though like I wasn't that drunk, like I, I still had 10 tequila sodas and that'll not make me feel good the next day. Um, and I blame my Irish roots for that. But anyway, I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm not going to, like, put too much pressure on myself when my friends come to Belfast. I'm going to, like, maybe do one or two touristy things. For the rest of the time, I'm just going to, like, show them, like, where I like to go growing up. You know, like, I'll bring them to my favourite cafe. The first thing I'm going to do is bring them to Boojum, obviously. If you don't know what Boojum is, it's my favourite burrito in the world. And um, it's, like, it was started in... Was it started in Belfast? I think it was. Yeah, it's, like, a Belfast thing. But they now have it in, like, Dublin and stuff and, like, other places in Northern Ireland. But... Anyway, I've yapped on to my friends about Boojum for years, like since I've known them, and they've all said the first thing they want to do when they get to Belfast is try Boojum. So obviously, I'm going to be bringing them to Boojum, and I feel so much like a mentor. I'm going to say to them, like the people at the Boojum, I'm going to listen, you need to make this burrito like it's the fucking last burrito you're ever going to make. Like, I really need to impress these people because I've spoken about it for so long that if they're disappointed, it's just embarrassing. But yeah, I'm going to like pick them up from the airport, bring them to Boojum, because I'm going to go for a few days before seeing my family and stuff, like have some real quality family time, and then my friends are going to come. Um, and we're going to have like a big party as well for like my brother leaving. So that should be fun. But I want to like have like a house party because they're my favourite. Like anytime my parents, like, like as we've gotten older, my parents seem to love having like people at our house and at our family home. And it's just so much fun because like, I don't know, like it's weird, like, but the older you get, like the more you like to party with your family. Like I honestly, when I go home, I go out with my brother's friends and my sister's friends like all the time. And I just want to like spend time. I want to drink with my parents all the time, which is a weird, weird concept. I would literally like, I would want my mum and dad to like come to afters and stuff. Like if I could, I just love spending time with them, which is like unheard of because back in the day, if you told me at 16, like I wanted to party with my parents, I'd be like, are you daft? No, I do not. But now I do. Anyway. I want my, like, I want to have, like, well, I know we're going to have a bit of a house party. I'm going to take them out and I'm going to, like, get them drunk on Guinness. And I'm going to take them to, like, all the pubs that we go to. Like, ones with, like, live music and all that stuff. And you know what? If they think that the pubs and clubs are shit, I don't care. Because, like, sometimes, like, yeah, I, I agree they are a bit shit. But so, you know? Um, well, one thing I love being is hungover at my family home. Because whenever I go home, I just feel like, I literally feel like a newborn baby. I'm like, well, none of, like I have no responsibilities. Like, I can't feed myself. I need to be put to bed. I need my mum to stroke my hair as I fall asleep. Like, I just become a complete newborn baby. And um, when I'm hungover, especially as well, like, when my like my mum will literally wake me up. With, like, she'll bring me, like, Coca Pops to bed. Or, like, she'll make me a fry up in the morning. And it's just, it's just sensational. It's just my favourite thing ever. So, like, on the Sunday... I have fully planned for me and my friends to be babied by my parents. Um, we're going to have a fry up. We're going to get Chinese takeaway because that is one thing I don't do in London. I haven't found a nice Chinese takeaway. Like I've been to like nice Chinese restaurants in London and they've, they've been like great and they're, they're a bit fancy, you know, or like, I don't know. I just haven't found like, a shitty Chinese takeaway that really is like, actually there is one really good one called Good Earth 
if you're ever in, look, in London and you're thinking about getting a Chinese takeaway, it's the only one that I've ever tried that I've been like, you know what, this comes close to the ones at home. For, I just love the ones at home and the ones in Belfast are so good for some reason. I don't know why. I think you always prefer, like, I, I, I've found that everyone I've met always says that their Chinese takeaway is always better. Um... For, like from their hometown but also like our our chinese takeaways are not like chinese takeaways like they are a weird belfast version of chinese takeaways we have these things called like um spice bags do you have them in england i'm trying i don't think you guys do but it's like basically oh my god what is it a spice bag so you get them from the chinese and it's kind of like it's like a bag filled with like chips and like chicken and peppers and chilies and some spices and they shake it up and it's a spice bag and we also get like these like we, we we had this thing called um a curry chip do you have that here one of the, like a like the main things that you get from a chinese takeaway is a curry chip and we call it a chip but it is a portion of chips but for some reason it's a curry chip and um it is just chips with curry sauce poured all over it um and that is one of our main like main things with chinese takeaway actually like just not chinese food at all when you think about it but um <laughs> It is like the best thing ever. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. forget I even have dogs like my brother's girlfriend she like always posts stories of like my dogs because she like always like takes them more she's a dog lover you know she always posts stories of my dog I'm like oh that's my dog <laughs> like, I just always forget like and I hate that like I feel like they probably forget who I am they don't George is a fucking maniac he's like my lurcher that we like rescued and he's crazy and he always remembers who I am oh my god I wanted to tell you guys this so last week my dog was on a walk George and he's a lurcher He's like a lurcher, greyhound, fucking, he's got a bit of everything in him. Like, I remember I thought he was like a pure, like, just like a pure lurcher. Like, that was his, like, his breed. And then the rescue centre that we got him from posted a photo of his mum on their Facebook page. And she was a full-on staffy. Like, you know those, like, like fighting dogs? Like, it's almost like a pit bull. Like, it was like a proper, like, muscly, like, she was wham. And I was like, oh my god, mum. Like, I don't think George is a lurcher. <laughs> 
and we're like oh we should, probably shouldn't tell because i feel like sometimes like like obviously if you don't train them right like i think staffies and stuff can have actually i don't know if that's a huge generalization i think it is and that i probably shouldn't spread misinformation about those dogs because like they they're getting it tough at the minute like i swear they're being like fucking banned and like made extinct god bless them but just like dogs like that in general like i know that is like bullies like like that but like i think that's so unfair and i understand that there are a lot of like attacks but also there's like chihuahuas and stuff are a lot more vicious i think it's just because the bullies have like the size and stuff on them and like obviously i get like you know there has been some serious incidents but like that's not their fault it's the trainer's fault and like they just need to be trained properly and it just breaks my heart that like they get treated so unfairly especially like the really nice ones you know anyway um george is he's got some sort of greyhound in him and greyhounds by nature they like to chase small things it's because they were um racing dogs how they get greyhounds to run in the track i might be completely wrong saying this no i th- I don't think i am is the greyhounds are like chasing something around the track like something really small i think um traditionally it would have been something like a like a rabbit or something that can run fast but now they just use something like fake um so yeah they're actually ch- like the, 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 that's like in their nature to chase small things so like george has always had a bit of a problem like he likes to chase small things and honestly like he d- he did like he terrorized my cat like he, he's still to this day terrorizing my cat my poor cat is like 12 years old and she's just not having it anymore and like she's like doesn't like leave my sister's bedroom anymore and she just she just pees and poos outside my parents door i think it's like some sort of like fuck you because like my parents like really look after the dog and like she fucking hates the dog because the dog terrorizes her anytime it sees her and um, so she's started to pee and poo inside my parents room and then she scatters off back into my sister's room and like sleeps in there bless her i also love her i love an old cat like their energy is just amazing they're just are so sassy and unbothered but anyway he's had a real problem with always chasing small things and sometimes he chases small dogs and sometimes he like really fucking like he fucks up the small dogs and like like my parent my mum has like gotten shit before like because like well it was like a little shit white dog you know those little like oh the little yappy ones i'm sorry if you've got a little yappy white dog with like shit around its eyes and like shit on its bum but i just hate those dogs sorry i'm sure if you have one it's a lovely dog why would you ever choose to get one of them (laughs) each to their own you know some people might look at my dog and be like oh he's gross i get that but i just yeah those little yappy white dogs anyway george has a real problem with chasing them around the park and terrorizing them and like he had to start wearing a muzzle for a while because it was a real problem (laughs) and like their owners would come up to my mom and be like control your dog my mom's such a like she's so bad she doesn't keep the dogs on lead ever she just like lets them go and like i'm i'm way too anxious and like so hyper aware of other people and like what they might think of me that i never ever ever let the dogs off the lead when i'm like um walking them because like i'm like that's just so awkward for me like if, if like he runs up and like jumps on someone or like i don't like f- like not he doesn't fight dogs he just plays with them but he's just a bit big so it's, it seems a bit boisterous that's like so awkward for me like i don't want to have to fucking speak to the owner and be like sorry about that like that is just not something i want to be involved with so i keep them on the lead at all times just in case but my mom doesn't give a fuck so she just lets them off the lead i think it's because she has to walk them every day that it's such a typical like thing that your family like begs for a dog and then no one wants to walk it and your mom is the one that has to walk it every single day so i get it like i get why she doesn't want to keep them on the lead because like my dogs pull on the lead so like i get why she's just like fuck off as soon as we get in the park he had to start wearing a muzzle for a while but recently she was on a walk and she um she let george off the lead the lurcher and he ran off and um there was another person like in the park with a dog 
and they started like marching up to my mom and my mom was like oh for god's sake like george is just mauled another dog like he didn't maul the he, okay he has never mauled a dog he just like fights not fights play fights the dogs and he gets a bit carried away sometimes no dogs have ever been injured people are just sometimes precious about their dogs which i completely get he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been playing with small dogs he should play with dogs his own size but anyway my mom was like for fuck's sake like he's like someone's about to tell me off for george here because like he, i don't know she didn't see what had gone on and the, the owner comes up and he goes he got him my mum was like, he got who? And he was like, he, he got the squirrel. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, he was chasing a squirrel and he just mauled it. <laughs> and my mum was like, oh, okay, thanks. I like walked over and George had chased a squirrel, caught the squirrel and mauled it to death. And my mum had to just like pull him away from this fucking squirrel. Like, how horrible is that? And I was like, mum, that is not nice. She's like, I know, but I couldn't help but be proud because he's been chasing squirrels now for about six years and he finally caught one. So he's like, oh my God, we have created a monster. So that was my story about my dog. Can't wait to see him. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm going to go home and pack because I'm leaving very early in the morning. And knowing me, this is like my, my toxic trait. I always book a flight, you know, at like let's say 10 a.m., have to be at the airport at nine. Actually, sometimes I get to the airport like half an hour before my flight when I go to Belfast. Amazing. I love flying a domestic flight like within the UK because you don't need to bring your passport. You just rock up 30 minutes before. Actually, that's a lie because I will be bringing a big suitcase because I am a notorious overpacker. That's something I like to do is like overpack to the extreme. I will not wear anything when I'm there. Like I wear the same thing every day. I wear jeans and a jumper or if I'm in the house, I'm wearing a dressing gown. For some reason, I bring like three loungewear outfits and workout outfits as if I'm gonna go work out. Actually, sometimes I might do work out, a little workout here and there with my mum. My mum and sister are like really into their workouts, so sometimes I feel a bit lazy if I don't um, do workouts with them. But anyway, overpacked to the extreme, but then I end up wearing my dressing gown the whole time. And then I come home with my huge suitcase and I will leave that suitcase in my bedroom fully packed for roughly three weeks. I like, I'll literally be like getting ready and I'll know there's something I wanna wear, but it's in the suitcase. I'll go, oh, can't wear that. Cause that would require opening a suitcase. And I can't face that right now. I can't face my demons. I can't open that suitcase and unpack it. So yeah, I need to go home and overpack like shit for tomorrow. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I will give you an update on how the whole Belfast thing went and how, I don't know, maybe there might be some like drama. I'm having a big, it's like a big family party we're having for like my brother's going away party. Like my whole family, my extended family, my London friends, all my brother's friends, all my sister's friends. It should be interesting. I'll keep you updated. Anyway, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed. And I will see you on Friday for a mini monologue. Love you. Bye.